Welcome to the Rose and Dagger podcast. I'm Lauren, Kings of Everything. I am Nick Lewin has AF on Tumblr. And yes, is a world on AO3. This is episode 31. Oh my gosh. I know. Talking about writing a fic based on movies, books, or other existing works. Yeah. I'm really excited about this one. Um... It is appropriate for where I am right now. Yes. And it's because it's something I um, have struggled with immensely. I have a fic that I've literally been working on for years that I just haven't been able to quite Which one? get together. The um, Lucifer AU. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. know why that. Yeah. Um, well, you had like an epiphany. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe once I get through the fests i have signed up for i will then be able to crack that nut yeah <laughs> i don't think i've ever said that phrase before <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness um, yeah. okay so this one yeah i'm excited for this though because yes you are in the midst of writing something um and also because I feel like when adaptations are done well. That's the word. Oh, my God. I could not think of that word yes. when I was writing my notes. Yes. Adaptations. Um, Yeah. When they're done well and it's something like it's like a piece of media that you like love the original or the, you know, whatever it's based on. Um, It's just like so satisfying. Yes. And it's so great. And when it's done well, if you haven't watched the movie or read the books, you can still enjoy the fic. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And I think that I hadn't realized how hard they were to do until I baited some of them. Um, because I think then it's... Um, Especially movie ones. Yes, exactly. Which I think we will get into but yes. um yeah i think betaing it when you come you sort of have to look at it with a sort of a fresh critical eye um and then i was suddenly like oh <laughs> 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 i hadn't thought about x y and z before so anyway that's what we are here to talk about today yeah um i guess we should say uh, there are different ways of doing this. We're not going to talk really about crossovers. Right. Because um, like a crossover would be where you would write um, Louie and Harry in uh, an existing universe that is not yours. And they interact. Like I have, ex I wrote Harry Potter as an example. Like if you were going to do a crossover, it would be set in the Harry Potter universe and Louie and Harry would interact with those existing characters, and that would be a crossover. Yes. Um, and you also have, uh, like, an adaptation. Right. Which is, like, just taking the story 
and they are the main characters. Yes. And you're writing it on in your own way. Yes. And then you also have AUs where you're just setting them in that universe. Like there are a lot of Harry Potter AUs where they're they are in that universe and they're like magical people in that universe, but they're not it's not part of the existing stories. Right. Exactly. Yeah, so 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 we are specifically talking about adaptations, right? Like of those three things. So I think we have, we'll say what movies, books, TV shows. What else would there be? What else are you going to write about? A poem? I guess. Um. I mean, like epic poems. <laughs> yeah. There we go. <laughs> Sorry, my kids just had to read the Iliad. <laughs> They were like, why? Why? Oh, goodness. Um, so, okay. I'm going to say that when you start to write an adapt- adaptation of, like, let's say your favorite movie or your favorite whatever, I think you should take a moment and think about why you want to write it. Because I feel like that can dictate a lot of other um, maybe aspects of it because you could write it pretty faithfully. Like all of the same scenes, all of the same dialogue, all the same everything and sort of just like substitute out names right? <laughs> in a way, right? Like if, and if you're in like certain characteristics, right? Like if you're really just like you know, Louie and Harry would be perfect in this and I'm just going to cast them in my head and redo it with them. Like, that's one way. If it's a movie, you're going to end up with a route, like, not a very long fic. If you do that. Yeah. Um, So that's one way to do it. And if that's what you want to do, more power to knock yourself out, right? I think most people, though... Um, like if you think about it for a moment, there's some aspect of it that really draws you to it. Okay. Right. Like, (laughs) um, like you really like the concept behind it or you really like one particular scene or there's a certain dynamic about the characters that really draws you to it. Well, okay. Um, I picked, uh, when Harry met Sally to write. Uh, a fic of yes. because I liked the story I liked that they didn't like each other mm-hmm. and then they became friends and they were friends for a fairly long time like a right. couple of years before anything happened mm-hmm. between them um, and they're like best friends yeah um, and they like their relationship grows over like the course of like 15 years or something mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and I wanted, uh, it's raining. I just heard it. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to write that because I liked their relationship. Yeah. Um, and, uh, like I know Kim with her Doctor Who, mm-hmm. um, she just wanted to write that particular relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was, was it over one season or, more than one season. I don't know Doctor Who well enough. Okay. To be honest. Um, yeah, neither do I. Uh, and then she also did uh, The While You Were Sleeping. Mm-hmm. 
and that was uh, in her notes. She even says that she's wanted to write. Uh, she'd wanted to write that as a fic for a really long time. That, yeah. Um, that whole story, um, because it's not the ro- necessarily like the romantic part of it. It was the found family aspect, right? And that was what drew her to it. So, like you were saying, there's something yeah. about the story that draws you to it, and that's what you want to write about. Yeah. Um, because and and the reason why I think it's important to think about that aspect and what draws you to it is because I think that it's really easy to. Um, and I'm not saying writing an adaptation is easy, but I think it's easy to sort of say like, I'm going okay, I'm going to write an adaptation of this. I'm going to plop it in and sort of follow the same, um, the same story arcs, the same everything. But if there's something that draws you to it, then the, then staying faithful to the original the whole way through might not serve the story you're actually trying to tell, yeah. which is often slightly different than the original movie yeah well movies we found um they wrap things up really neatly Mm -hmm. um and you get caught up watching and you get caught up in like the visuals of it um a lot of times like with when harry met sally there were like montages of them spending time together um also going from movie to written you have like most movies are multiple point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I prefer to write for like one person's point of view. Um, and so with that, I had to work everything to come from one point of view. Um, and uh, like the ending specifically, I think. Yeah, because I think there's a lot of um, a lot of the emotional hooks can be done with you know, facial expressions with swelling music, yeah. with, um, you know, sort of just knowing the tropes, knowing that they're going to fall in love and sort of like you're looking for those, like, you know, it's going to be a happy ending, you know, in a rom-com, they're going to end up together at the end. Right. So you're so, willing to take that leap. Yeah, exactly. Whereas like when you're reading it, you might not. Yeah, whereas when, like, so specifically with your When Harry Met Sally, when this first came up, you know, when he does his giant declaration of love at the end, it didn't feel like a good enough payoff in your original draft. Right. Because he hadn't earned after, after. He was a dick. Yeah. And so he hadn't, (laughs) he hadn't earned, like, the forgiveness yet. Um... And again, in the movie, you sort of see it through like phone call. Like, I don't know. It's like sort of like a montage of him, like trying to get the forgiveness. Yeah. And so we really had to like rework that ending. Um, And I've had to do that with, um, I should probably check with her to make sure we can talk about this. But um, ELI wrote a Hope Floats AU. And it was the same thing where it was, um, you know, we get in her original draft, she got to the end. And um, I forget who was who, but they, um, you know, they're basically like, yeah, I'm in love with you. Like, let's do this. And the other person's like, great. And it was like, wait a minute, where is this coming from? Like, it was like all (laughs) conflict, like up until that point, like there needs to be um, a little bit more um, earning the payoff, I think. Yeah. Um, And so I think that if you're, if you just want to do a faithful 
scene by scene. As I said, that's fine. That's great. More power to you. But if there's some, if there's a certain aspect of it that interests you, I think it, you know, like I said, I think it makes sense for you to take a little bit of time and think about um, what aspects of the story you might need to expand and explain a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and again, also, cause the other thing about movies is obviously it's all external, right? It's all, you're seeing what they're doing and they're, um, saying you don't get any of the internal dialogue that you get with, right? Like writing. Um, and so I don't know, just since the mediums are different, there's a, I think it makes sense, um, to sort of take a critical look at that yeah yeah, yeah I think it, like it's like we were saying it's it's easy especially with a movie to get caught up in the story and just go along with it yeah. um, and uh and you don't really think about it unless you're looking at it from a different point of view like um so uh now with the runaway bride fic that I'm writing mm-hmm. um uh changing little tiny things which i mean they're not really that tiny but like changing little things um throughout like the beginning of the story changes what happens later on so it's like um in the movie uh louis character doesn't really have family and it doesn't really have friends and um it makes it kind of easier to kind of let all that stuff go um it's more about um uh, the Julia Roberts character, mm-hmm. Jim character, yeah, um, and it's more focused on um, on that and like that character's growth, and um, but I'm I'm writing both point of views, and so like you were saying, or I, I think I said like like is he going to invite like he's talked about his family and stuff, is he going to invite like his family to this wedding? Where he is like two days before deciding to like hop in <laughs> and marry, <laughs> like it's um, it's not yeah, it just doesn't work. Like in the movie, you don't really think about that. Like it's only two weeks, and they've only known each other for two weeks, and like he's the whole time been saying, you know, you're gonna run, you're gonna run, you're gonna run, and then he's like, yeah, sure, I totally believe you're gonna marry me. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah um, yeah so like there's gonna have to be some some working around that and uh, hopefully we figured that out mm-hmm. uh, yours is a tv show right yes do you know anybody i mean i think i know the the doctor who one i was thinking about the book thing and how book adaptations you have to be a lot more careful with Yes, because you don't want to just plagiarize the book. Yeah, you can't. You can't yeah. just uh, do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's different when it's a movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's different when it's a movie because I feel like the um, you're adding stuff. Yeah, even you're, if add- you're even if you're doing like the script, even if the dialogue is like word for word, you're still adding like you know, um, what they're doing, like they're facial expressions and their thoughts mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like you were saying, you don't get to see that, the internal right. type stuff. Yeah. Um, but with a book you do. So right. you can't, 
I would think that adapting a book would be a lot harder. I would think so, too. I would not want to do that. Me neither. Unless it's a book that I... I'm trying to think. I feel like if there's a book that, like, I know I liked, but... Um, okay, so for example, there is actually this book that I read years ago. This is going to be terrible because I don't remember the title or the author um, or really what happens, but I remember... When I... <laughs> I don't remember anything about it. I don't remember I like anything it. about it, but I remember reading it and thinking, oh, this would be a great... Um, like, I could make this a fic. And then I put it down and, and then, like years have passed and I don't really remember but I remember like vaguely and I'm wondering now if I like flip through and sort of take the concept of the book without like now that enough time has separated that I don't I sort of remember the concept and I kind of remember why I think it would be a good fic um but sort of like separating out all of the actual content of the book and just sort of taking that like idea and making it my own I feel like that's the only way I'd be able to do a book one because Otherwise, I'd just feel like I was plagiarizing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know why this popped into my head, but um, uh, The Martian. Mm hmm. Um, I don't know. Why did I think of that book? Anyway, oh, I saw the movie as well. I yeah. read the book and I saw the movie. Um, so, but it's been years. Mm hmm. Um, and uh actually saw that movie in the theater and somebody pulled the fire alarm and then we had to go like stand outside and wait oh my god it was miserable <laughs> um uh totally tainted my experience with that movie but um so like i feel like i could write a fic based on that because i know the general story you know mm-hmm. um but i so I know, like, you know, just basically what happens, but I don't remember any of the dialogue or which a lot of that story is his thoughts because yeah. he's by himself. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, um, although, you know, it would be different if I had like Louie and Harry together on Mars. But um, but I so I think you could probably do a book that, you know, really well. Mm hmm. Or you know, like the the, or you know the story well enough to where you yeah. don't actually have to like use the source material. Like you can make up your own version of that. Then that's different. Yeah. I was but, gonna say I know, like I know Anitra's done a Pride and Prejudice AU, right? That I baited for her, and I did not even realize was a Pride and Prejudice. The the AU. new the until yes. Yeah, yeah I, I read that and I had no idea because it's like yeah. um, it's like the sort of the just the relationship part. I yes. Guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think there's a lot of different ways you can. Um, you know, again, you can do things more faithfully or you can do, you know, like that an adaption, but totally different location, totally different. Like, you know, sort time of, sort period. Of, yeah, exactly. Sort of take it out of the. um yeah, again, just like going back to what aspect of it you really like. If you really like the time period or you really like the location or you really like the character dynamics and sort of going from there. Yeah. Um, TV shows, I think there would be different ways to do it. Just off the top of my head, I'm thinking about um, 
Kim's Doctor Who fic, mm-hmm. and then also like the fics that have been based on like episodes of Friends. Yes. So like you have a fic on one hand who that's based on like at least a full season. I think it might be more than one season. Yeah. Um. Uh. Of a of a long running television show. Um. And then so there are bits from different episodes. Yeah. And then you have like the friends ones where it's like fix based on separate episodes. And then I think also that goes back to like the source material where uh Doctor Who is um uh it's all connected. Yes. Um versus like Friends, which is a sitcom and each episode stands on its own. Right. And um they don't necessarily go together. Yeah. Um so, do you want to talk about yours, Lucifer Fix? Okay, excellent. Yes, I do. Now, <laughs> is that episodic, or is it like a... Yes. So, for anybody who doesn't know, Lucifer is a procedural detective show, right? So, every single episode, there's a crime. They spend the episode solving that crime. And then, obviously, there's like an overall, an overarching arch um, for the story for the characters like throughout the seasons um so i love lady detectives (laughs) (laughs) i know they are my favorite um and lucifer has a lady detective obviously um in my version louis and harry are both Oh yeah, switching it. No, I'm not. (laughs) First of all, I'm not. (laughs) It's just because it's Zane. (laughs) Yeah, Um, but Zane and Louis. I was gonna say they're both cis men, but actually, Zane is the devil, so he's not really (laughs) a cis man. (laughs) So yeah. Um, but in theory, I would love to write a detective fic because I love watching them. The problem is I don't know how to build a mystery. <laughs> right. I mean, I do, in theory, red herrings. Like, I understand, like, what you're supposed to do, but it doesn't, like, my I don't know, my brain doesn't work like that. I can't I like, had come the up same with problem them. trying yeah. to write, come up with a Magnum PI yeah. um, mystery. Yeah, because you're supposed to, like, find a clue, and then it's supposed to lead back to some other thing, and then you're supposed yeah. to be like, oh, <gasps> you know, something that you overlooked in the first scene or something like that. And Yeah. So I had multiple problems in that. I was trying to sort of follow the rules of three. So I was going to have three different things that they were solving, um, like sort of three different, um, three different crimes. Um, and I was sort of going to start from them from the beginning of the series where they meet. Um, and then sort of over this three, I was going to sort of basically do my own arc where over the course of three different, crimes right they end up falling in love so that was sort of my like going in that's what i was going to do um i think part of that is because um i'm gifting this to somebody and um i started watching it to write it so i think it made sense for me at the start to do the introduction because i didn't know who they were um and I was thinking we needed to do, I needed to write three and um you know over the course of watching the series in the beginning again this was years ago so there was 
less source material at the time when I started watching. Um, but I kind of, I didn't, I don't really think I knew. I was, I was really intrigued by the idea of, you know, Lucifer falling in love with this human and then being so vastly different. And sort of how, um, you know, there's parts of the Louis character that affect Zane. Like, he's, he's, um, he can't get hurt unless she's, unless Louis around. And if Louis around, then Zane can get hurt. And, you know, there's a lot of like mystery and a lot of stuff that I sort of wanted to explore there. Um, but also this show hasn't wrapped yet. Yeah. I don't really know how it's going to end. And so there was a lot of like built in mystery for the show that like, I didn't understand how like the world worked. I didn't understand the greater concept of how these two people affected each other's like actual physical realms. Anyway, so I think I kept getting caught up in all of this stuff that I didn't know how to do. And so it felt very overwhelming. And so I have like 20,000 words and just, I didn't know where to go with it. Um, but you and I were talking and I sort of came to this revelation that there doesn't need to be three. It doesn't have to be the rule of three. (laughs) It can just be one. It can just be one. Um, and I don't need to, um, follow along so faithfully to the show. I think I can sort of make it my own. There were scenes that I had written that I loved, um, looking back on it. And I was like, that's the scene that I made up. And so, and that happened with the, with something I baited for you for the runaway bride. I was like, this is my favorite part so far. (laughs) And it's not part of it. Yeah. Um, So it's sort of like, right. I can sort of take these characters and take this world and it doesn't have to be so faithfully. Yeah. You know? So So anyway, so, so I think now you'll just jump in like to them already knowing each other. Okay. Yeah. So I think I'm going to take away them, the whole introduction. Um, I mean, I'm a very big believer in like, starting with the action and not doing like sort of introducing things as you need to know so i should just take that like concept that i love so much and that i generally funny that you said that because um i was also among my notes i have our upcoming episodes Mm -hmm. and i i was thinking about that for uh one of the episodes yeah um yeah, so I think I should just start with the action. I should just start at the beginning where the crime happens that mm-hmm. is the crime that I actually very much like find so fascinating and would like to explore more. Right. I think actually the like who done it part of it is a little unsatisfying, so I think I still need to go back and maybe figure that out a little bit more. Maybe not, maybe that's um a little bit more maybe less important if I'm only doing one and not doing a whole arc and it's really going to be about the characters. Anyway, I need to give a little bit more thought to it, but it feels less overwhelming um, once I can separate out what I want to write about versus what I feel like I have to write about because it's part of the 
story universe, the existing whatever. universe yeah 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 with the runaway bride um it's like um they're not the same as the richard gear and the julia roberts characters they're not like there are bits and pieces that are the same um but like in the movies and maybe in the tv show i don't know um they're not as well developed mm-hmm. like um you don't really ever like i was saying you don't hear anything much about uh the louis characters like family or his history you know that um like little things but not mm-hmm. a lot right. um, but there's one scene where he like talks about how his mom wanted him to be a novelist and his dad wanted him to be a classical musician or something mm-hmm. um and it's literally like that that's all he says yeah and it's like you know um and i've already changed so much um uh making harry a baker instead of uh running a hardware store and um <clears throat> changing the characters uh in the movie you haven't seen the movie or it's been a I have, but I saw it when it came out in 1999 in yeah. the theaters. So, so. long ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, uh, I have Sarah as Harry's best friend, and they own the bakery together instead of um, uh, Joan Cusack, mm. who my, I love her. Yeah. But she has uh, like a hair salon. Okay in the movie um and uh so it's like little things are different and so it like changing those little things like changes the relationships of the people yeah and um and like uh uh like in the movie um julia roberts is the only child Mm -hmm. but i have Gemma in in the in the fix so like all these little things are changing it and so um i got to the part where they get together Mm -hmm. and then you were like i'm gonna read it now and i was like okay because i had stopped at that part because i was like like, (laughs) i wish everybody listening to this face that she just made (laughs) just like i don't I don't really know what, ha- I don't like where it's supposed to go now. Right. And I don't know what is, what should I do instead? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you read it and you were like, but this seems out of character for the way that you've written Louie for him to choose to do this. And I was like, You're right. <laughs> That's exactly what was wrong with me when I was like stopped and like, couldn't write any further. Yeah. I was like, this feels not genuine. Yeah. Um, and I think there's also like this aspect of, again, things can be wrapped up so, like in such a neat little bow where it's like in the movie, you know, the whole thing is, I hope, I hope I'm not spoiling anything that like. It's a movie. You can't be spoiled, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it came out in 1999. Like, um, but you know, the thing is, is that like, Julia Roberts eats her eggs differently with every person she is with, yeah. right? Which is like a small 
thing that leads to like this bigger revelation of how she doesn't really like know who she is and she sort of changes her she changes who she is yeah with each person right so now my problem is is if she, is if louis knows this and if harry knows this then they can't just get together because they don't know who like they're just, then just accepting like that yeah and they the would movie... be okay dating or getting married not knowing who this person actually is <laughs> yeah yeah in the movie he's like you don't know who you are let's get married yeah <laughs> he gets caught up in the excitement yeah um and i totally and i totally understand how there's like a certain character that would like i don't know it feels like diabolical to be like oh they don't know who they are i can marry them and you know like but the way you've written it it feels like he should then be like you should go find out who you are and then we should find out if we're compatible before we get married like i feel like there's chemistry here but also is this actually gonna work um yeah so i think it's sort of one of those things where like once you pull one thread the whole thing can sort of unravel so you do need to sort of be prepared for that to potentially happen yes and that's where i that's basically where i am now with the fic is that it's the thing about it is that um, the Julia Roberts character runs away from weddings and she's run away from three and she's engaged uh, for a fourth time. And she doesn't run away during the wedding, but she does break things off Mm -hmm. in a dramatic way with that fiance and then ends up literally five minutes later deciding to marry this other guy yeah and um and they and he just like steps into the this wedding that's already planned Mm -hmm. and (laughs) yeah it's his idea he's like well you already have you know like yeah it doesn't work and so uh we are that's gonna be changing anyone who might be disappointed yeah (laughs) um uh some things will be changing not like a whole i don't think a whole lot i think there'll be more to it whereas Mm -hmm. like basically like that's basically the end of the i mean they do end up it's a happy ending they do get together but like that happens really quickly after that um so i think there's going to be a lot more to the fic um than like at this point than there was in the movie yeah because um, I think there's also um, in fic in general sometimes there can be a okay great now they're together the, the end, end. <laughs> whereas it's sort of a like sometimes you need just like a little bit more of them like okay they've had all these problems now they're together and like this is how they were like actively keeping the problems at bay from this point on you know like yeah. the like uh, the you know the whole like the fairy tales end with the happily ever after but like that's actually just the beginning yes of like their lives together you know so sort of just like a little bit of that okay did they actually learn anything are they actually like what's their actual change from the beginning to now they've only known each other yeah. for two weeks <laughs> exactly <laughs> uh, uh with have love will travel i wanted to i was going to end it at the end of chapter seven i think mm-hmm. 
and then or whatever the next to the last chapter is i can't remember now yeah. um and then uh you were like i think you should write like a little bit more of them being together later on because this really happened so quickly and it was basically them falling in love but not like them actually being together like yeah, they, they they fall in love um like on a road trip so they're outside of their regular lives they're outside right. their you know it's sort of like um the whole like idea of like in <laughs> I don't I love this line so much like in speed when they're like at the very end of speed where he's like you can't base a love on like a traumatic you can't base yeah. a relationship on a traumatic experience or whatever and they're like okay we'll have to base it on sex like <laughs> I love that line so 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 much um but yeah it's sort of like that like you can't base their whole relationship on this one yeah because it's like not real life yeah it's not their real life so to get like a truly satisfying happy ending i love to have just a little bit after that like yes this is continuing in their real life again not every fic has to have this this isn't i'm not like <laughs> laying down the rules of fic <laughs> but sometimes that's nice depending on um if they're friends and if they know each other in the real world then they should still work in their actual yeah. real life yeah Okay, so <laughs> I feel like we've... So I, I literally had three notes. Why are you writing it? What interests you? Second is the plot, because I feel like those two are sort of intertwined where the plot might change depending on like the why of the writing it. Yep. And then the third thing I have is dialogue. Yep. Um, and I think that... Um, again, it sort of depends on like literally what I just said about speed. I think that there's some lines of dialogue that are so perfect and so right on that you are going to want to have it yeah. in your adaptation. Um, right. and I think that makes total sense. I think you just want to make sure that everything you've built around it ensures that that line still makes sense yeah once you have changed like other things um yeah and i think that there's also the other way you could sort of do i mean that's sort of if there's like one or two key lines from something that you love and that you like have to put in yeah. Or maybe more than one or two, maybe a handful, right? And then I think some people also sort of just like lift all the dialogue out of the thing that they're writing and then sort of just build that internal world around, around it, yeah. you know, sort of build out the rest of the thing based on that fit, on that dialogue, which I think is also yeah, that's fine too. a perfectly fine way of doing it. I think you just want to make sure that it all still matches yeah. and all still sort of makes sense if you're changing other things yeah so like you can build like what they're thinking and feeling around the existing dialogue mm -hmm. um and uh you can use so you can use just just the dialogue 
uh, or you can like use the dialogue and then add your own stuff, mm-hmm. uh, or you can use like bits and pieces of the dialogue and then add like change some of it right, so that's right. your own stuff. Um, so it just depends on what you want to do. Yeah, Again, yeah. if it's books. I'm going to suggest that you change it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, you know. Yeah. Um, oh, I was going to say, uh, in my, with my When Harry Met Sally, and I'll do the same with The Runaway Bride, is the only fic that I have, like, a disclaimer at the top that's like, um, I can't remember what it says. I copied it from someone else who had written uh, a movie um, AU and -hmm. it was like um, hold on scrolling scrolling says all publicly recognizable characters settings etc are the property of their respective owners. The original characters and plot are the property of the author slash screenwriter. I'm in no way associated with the owners, creators, or producers of any previously copyrighted material. No copyright infringement is intended. Um, I don't think it's really a problem because, you know, it's AO3. Yeah, you're not selling um, it. You're not making any money off of it. You're not. Yeah, exactly. You know, it all sort of falls under... Fair use. Or whatever. Yeah. Let's do that on there anyway, just in case. Yeah. Um, what have been your biggest, because um, you've written more than one adaptation. Yeah. I have Mary Met Sally. Yeah. Your friends. You're currently writing Run Away, run away, run away Bride. I don't know why that was hard for me that, to say. Have I written more? I'm like, mm. um, do you think that you sort of run into the same problem every time or do you run into different problems with each? one um the ending thing has been a a similar like Mm -hmm. that's and i think that um that is gonna happen in most rom-com movies yeah like you're gonna get to the ending and you're gonna be like wait a minute (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) wow that was that was really really quick and neat and not realistic um and so you have to change it like with when Harry met Sally, I just added like a conversation where uh, he doesn't. Um, Louis comes running to him and he's all sweaty and he's like, "I love you," and he says like some of the stuff from the movie. And Harry's like, "That's not good enough." Whereas in the movie, uh, the Sally character is like crying and like you know, mm-hmm. she has like a line too where she's like, you know. I forgive you basically yeah they kiss it's new year's eve happy new year whatever the end and the thing with that movie too is that throughout the movie there were um there are like interviews with couples Mm -hmm. and so it's like in between scenes there's like uh different couples and they're like usually like older people and they're on this couch and they're talking about their relationships and like how they met and how long they've been together and stuff like that and it's like different types (laughs) like the one that's Mm -hmm. standing out in my head is like these two people who were married and divorced Mm -hmm. and then uh one of them was like remarried to somebody else and then remarried to somebody else (laughs) dating somebody else and then saw like you know um his ex uh ex-wife at like a funeral and was like 
How you doing? <laughs> and then they got married again. So they remarried each other and um, had been married for like 35 years since that point. But yeah, so that was like, there were like little things that you like, the ending, I think, is the thing that um, is going to change most often. Did you debate whether or not to put that framework in your fic of them, of all the different characters talking? No, not at all. Okay. Um, I knew when I, with that one, when I started it, I wanted to do one point of view. Um, I want to say I had just finished writing Fall at My Door, which I ended up having to do the both point of views. And while I liked that fic, I didn't, I really wanted to do just one point of view. And so mm-hmm. I set out with this fic is going to be all um, Harry's point of view. And so I didn't, that was just right away. I wasn't going to include mm-hmm. that part. Um, and so I, I had to change a lot of it because that fic is like half and half. I mean, the movie is like half and half. Yeah. Um, there are conversations between, um, they, they each have like their best friend. Um, so they're like, conversations that are like one of them with their best friend the other one with their best friend and they're like talking about their other relationships and then talking about their friendship with each other and um how like it's weird because you know you're attracted to him and you know you find him attractive and you get along really well but like you don't want to sleep together yeah (laughs) (laughs) and they're both like ew no um Uh, so like that had to, I had to switch that to where it was like conversations that they were having together. Like Mm -hmm. Louie would be like, you know, Niall thinks it's weird that we're friends. And then they would like have a conversation, you know, about that. But with this one, with the runaway bride, uh, I decided to do alternating point of view, which Mm -hmm. I like never do. So that's weird. Yeah. What made you decide to do that this time? Um, the movie starts in, I'm just going to say Louis and Harry because it's easier. Yeah. <laughs> the movie starts in Louis's point of view. Um, and so you see like who he, sort of who he is and you find out about his job and, um, and like all of that about him. And then you hear about Harry the way that he hears about Harry. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... I think because they're physically in separate locations. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this is I. This is taking place in England as well. I'm just taking it right out of like because yeah. <laughs> in the movie it's like it's like New York and like Maryland, like a small town in Maryland or something, and uh, and so I have it like London and Holmes Chapel. Um, so uh, there's that. So they're from like it's like separate areas and most of the movie that i mean yeah most of the movie though is them um together like at least dealing with each other Mm -hmm. like the scenes there 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 are some that they're you know not together um but I thought about it and I, I watched the movie and I was like, how thinking, how would I write this from the other person's point of view? Mm-hmm. And it felt like there was more that I would have to leave out 
Okay. Because, like, where with when Harry met Sally, they're friends, and so they're like regularly communicating with each other right. and, and stuff like that. And this, they're it's enemies, hate to love, mm-hmm. enemies, lovers. Um, so there's uh, there's less of that, yeah. But it's hard, um, going from point of view to point of view. I have to like take a break mm-hmm. and uh, like one day, right? Like, if I finish up scenes or whatever in Louis's point of view and then the next thing is in Harry's point of view I have to be like okay I'm done for the day yeah and then get back to it the next day because they're different and I don't mm-hmm. want to write them as the same people you know yeah of course yeah so it's like trying to keep that in mind mm-hmm. I wonder if I could I'm, I'm like sitting here thinking could I write it from one point of view I really don't know I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> Do you think I could? I I don't want to throw another wrench in this banner, but I feel like you could. Well, that's I don't ever. There's no wrench. There's no wrenches. It's fine. I just wonder <laughs> if. <laughs> You can cut this part out later if you want to, but go ahead. I wonder about the concept of writing it from Harry's point of view. Okay. And all Harry's point of view. Um, because to me, again, this is not my fic, this is your fic, but to me, I find that if I was writing it, it would be because that to me, that character to me is... That's his story, like, really. Yeah, it's his story, and I'm super fascinated by this concept of, like, um, sort of, like, changing yourself to fit in yeah. with, you know, which I, I understand I do that. I think lots of people do. I think code switching, I think, I don't know, I feel like there's, like, a lot um, to be said for that and a lot to explore there. Um, to me, it's sort of interesting because it's, like, does he realize he's doing it? Does he know he's doing this? What is what is he what is he desperately seeking in all of these relationships where he is willing to get engaged? But he's engaged four times in seven years, mm-hmm. um, and sort of has this. You know, I know you're writing it a little bit differently, where he has. You know, everyone is it's sort of a joke to everybody, but he is sort of in on the joke and is like good natured about it versus yeah. like taking a good hard look at it until because everyone jokes about it. Nobody's seriously like, what the hell is wrong with you? Yeah. They until... all make jokes. So, yeah, yeah. So he makes it lighter. Yeah. And I know that he, you know, they're all friends. And so I think um sort of being able to like laugh at yourself a little bit until Harry shows up who Louis. Um, yeah Louis shows up sorry um, and it's more mean spirited and it's sort of like the first time he can look at it from an outsider's perspective of like oh yeah it's like, not just people this... in the small town yeah who know like, him exactly um, and more of like, oh, is this fucked up? I don't know. I, f- I feel like it, cha- it changes so much, though. I feel like it would change the tone. It would change. There'd be like a lot. It would be, it, it feels like, it, it sort of feels like a different story, right? Um, of like, 
exploration of who this person is. Yeah. And like why they've done the things they've done, which I think is why sort of getting back to like the why it's the interest, you know, if it's sort of like a lighthearted, like, oh, this person like keeps not marrying the love of their life until they meet the love of their life and then they do get married. Like, you know, if there's like the, oh, the spark's not there, it's, you know, I think that I think there's so many different ways to explore media that's already been created, right? There's a ton of different ways to like look into it. Um, and so well, that's he why also I think has was- like he has like his relationship with his family, which is screwed up. Like yeah. he um uh in the movie, Julia Roberts uh goes off to college and um her mom dies and so she, uh her dad starts like drinking heavily and she drops out of school and comes mm-hmm. home to run his shop his hardware mm-hmm. store um because he's too drunk to do it and take care of him mm-hmm. and um and her grandmother who lives with him mm-hmm. uh, and so like there's that whole like that's really only that's not really dealt with in the movie right. like there's like one line yeah like his alcoholism is like a joke as well mm-hmm. like um where like uh like julia roberts is the only one that seems to take it seriously mm-hmm. um uh i did not write i wasn't writing that yeah um, exactly that's like a whole different thing yeah. um but like i said it wasn't really touched it's barely touched on in the movie yeah. um and then uh but it's like so not only is harry and, like what were you saying yeah and i was gonna say sort of going back to that like with the whole eggs thing like if i remember correctly the like her like julia roberts going off to find herself is her like literally trying a bunch of eggs and like deciding which eggs she likes the best yeah and so like i understand and i i fully understand that this is like <laughs> a symbolism for like a bigger thing that's happening right like that's not what the movie's about so they're not showing it i get that but then like it feels like if your story is the julia roberts character's story is harry's character like character arc and like learning about himself then like that learning about himself needs to be sort of more explicitly written yeah yeah i totally get what you're saying yeah this is probably what's gonna happen now is that I'm going to rewrite it. <laughs> um, but like, but yeah, like I, I totally agree. Like, so I have it so that it's Anne and there's a bakery and the, the bakery was Robin's bakery and he passes away. And uh, Anne is like, you know, a housewife, you know, she was a stay at home mom. She's a housewife. She doesn't know how to bake. Like mm-hmm. she can cook. Baking is a very different thing. Yes. Um, I hate to cook. Mm-hmm. but i like to bake yeah so um uh so harry comes home to run the bakery um and uh help take care of his grandmother who is more of a character in mm-hmm. uh the fic than in like in in <laughs> she's funny in the movie but like um uh in the fic i have her as more of like uh like him actually having to take care of her and again that was a part that you were like i really like this part and yes. i was like that's totally out of my brain that's yeah the movie. <laughs> um but 
and he doesn't really like you see that like is it a spoiler if I say that he's engaged to Nile? <laughs> but like he's not there for that. Like that's yeah. um uh Harry has like separate like he is he and Sarah Sarah goes into business with him at the bakery and they mm-hmm. run the bakery together. Um yeah. and he is like the person that he needs to be for his mom. Mm-hmm. And he is the person that he needs to be for his grandmother. Mm-hmm. And then he is the person that he needs to be for the person or like he wants them to love him. Right. So he like forms himself into like what he thinks is their ideal right. person. Yeah. Um, and obviously that's not going to work. Yeah. Um, And it's almost like it's not like in the movie, it's not like the Julia Roberts character isn't like hiding who she is. She yeah. doesn't know at all. Where I've already written a little bit of Harry be like hiding who he really is. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I'm probably gonna have to rewrite this. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping to avoid saying that because again, it's all. I don't want you to feel like you have to write the fic that I would write. Obviously, like I think this goes back to like if you're writing like a friends thing or like a movie thing or a, well, you know, whatever, there's like different tones. There's different, this is for the general public. This is not for you because you know this obviously, but like, you know, obviously if you're writing like a friends episodic yeah, with them swapped out, then it's probably going to be more like lighthearted, less like deeply character delving into like who the characters are. Right. You know, it's whatever. More of a comedy. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, and if you're writing a rom-com type movie, then there's like, you can just take all the romance parts of it and just write all the fluff and just do all, you know, the romantic comedy part of it and just do that. Or you can take a deeper look into like what those characters are who they are i don't know (laughs) the other thing well uh i don't know i think um because i really want to write the holiday au that's on my list of like things that i would really really love to write um that would be silly and fun though i think yes exactly um and i think for me i'm not i think my um my hesitancy about writing it is like whether or not it'll get boring just writing like the fun stuff the fun stuff um and like what's going to happen once i start delving into the bigger character arc yeah of things um but i won't know until i start writing it so i should just not be scared of it and just yeah just start it, it and see what happens yeah after i write everything else on my list <laughs> <laughs> prioritize exactly are we done? Um, yeah. I think we might be done. I feel yeah. like my biggest thing is the thing I started off with, which is that you really need to like investigate why you're interested in writing it as an AU. And that will um, inform so many other decisions along the way. Yeah. If you're interested in doing that, if you just want to like knock it out of the park write it as it's written yeah 
then that's enjoy that too. That's great too. It was like yeah. I want to write a Wayne's World AU. Yeah. But then I started watching Wayne's World again. Yeah. And I was like, maybe I don't. Yeah. Maybe I want to write it as I remember it. <laughs> exactly. I feel like there's a lot of that with, that's sort of what I was trying to say in the beginning when I lost my train of thought. And I don't know why I was saying it now, but the whole like, how there's so many pieces of media that like through the lens of time or whatever are now like problematic or yeah. like have issues or you're like, oh my God, this is like actually like a horrible part of this movie. I can't believe that was ever like okay. Yeah. Um so I think there's also it's okay just to not include things that you don't want to include or change them or if you're you know, if you're writing a gay character back in the eighties. Yeah. You can choose to include a lot of the context from the eighties that would inform those characters, or you can um sort of pretend that it's today's climate and culture. It's it's your put it in. what you Yeah, want. exactly. So I think you can um change things as you see fit. Yeah. And it's fine, as long as I think the tone matches matches yeah. the whole way through not that your tone has to match the whole way through i'm just gonna keep saying disclaimers every time i say something i'm just gonna... and we're not experts we don't know what we're talking about yeah. anyway exactly whatever have fun with it should we uh talk about what we're gonna do on the next few episodes we have three yes please um we have two that come from asks mm-hmm uh, one is uh, editing your own work, uh, what we look for to tweak in our own editing. Sorry about that ding-dong, if anybody heard that. <laughs> <laughs> um, my horoscope so, popping up on my phone. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's like, um, I would I would guess this would be after baiting, or would this be before baiting? Before baiting? Um, I'm going to say... I don't know. That'll be a good thing for us to talk about. Okay. So yeah. that's one. Editing your own work. This is not like instead of a beta, this is like in addition right. to. Um, yeah. Part of their ask was that they will change a sentence to say something and then they'll find like almost the exact same sentence, like a paragraph down. I do that all the time. Yes. Every single time. Every single fic. And it, I just, yeah. It happens. It happens. Yeah. Uh, the other ask was how to um, write a good beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like I actually screenshot the the ask so that I could. It says, "Could you maybe talk about how to make a really good beginning that grabs a reader and then have exposition that effectively build effectively world and character builds without making the reader lose interest because of the info dumping?" I find myself fixating on the perfect start because my English teacher in high school used to go on and on about how important it was. So I'd love to hear us. They would love to hear us approach that. Okay. Um, Not so a yeah. problem. So yeah. like how to how to hook that was the thing where I was like Nick right. says start where the action starts <laughs> yes exactly we uh, can so talk to, more about that and how that to hook the reader from the beginning and then we you had said uh, that you want to do an episode on titles oh yes 
have nothing. That's true. <laughs> Mainly because I hate writing titles. This is one of those, like, I should do research and come in with my own notes and then talk about what I've learned. Okay. Because I will just be like, I don't know. Yeah. I like a lot of my titles and then some of them I don't like. Yeah. But I will live with them. <laughs> I feel like I will live with them is every single one of my titles. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, so that's upcoming. Um, if you have anything else you would like for us to talk about, let us know. Should we say Hopefully... that... Uh... We don't do podcasts about specific fics. Yes, we should do that. Or authors. This is not a... This is a writing podcast where we talk right. about, like... I don't want to say techniques, because that's not the word I'm looking for. But the process of writing. Yeah. In, in a more general way. Yes. Um, we don't... Uh, we don't really talk about... Um, other people's fix yeah um that would be a great podcast for somebody else to do yeah. interviewing perhaps authors about their specific fix and talking about what you love about specific fix and sort of being a fic wrecker you can do a fic per podcast for yeah. per episode about how much you love it and why you love it but that's not really yeah. what this one is so thank you for that um suggestion um, to the Anon who did do that, but that's not really, yeah. Um, the focus of this particular podcast specifically, though, if you have a fic that you really love and you, um, are interested in the writing process and stuff, um, you should go to that author and yes. ask them because I am always, you know, like if somebody, I think, and any of us, the writers that I know, um, would be willing to talk about their process. Yes. I mean, obviously, I think you and I very much like talking yeah. about process. Um, but I mean, honestly, if somebody came into my inbox and was like, I love this fic, would you talk to me about it? I would fall on the floor in happiness. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I have more to say about some of my fics than others of my fics. But yeah, I think most authors um, like talking about their work and like being told that their stuff is great and people want to know how they did it. So, um, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this has been episode 31, uh, talking about writing a fic based on movies, books, or other existing works. I'm Lauren Kings of everything. I am Nick. Lewin has AF on Tumblr and Yes is a World on AO3. And I'm going to try to keep my brain together to do this on a more regular basis now that it is February. <laughs> it's been, uh, what, like seven weeks since we... Yeah, it's been a yeah, while. It's been yeah. A while. Life happens. Life happens. Spring is coming. I feel like I got this. These next three episodes, I feel like I feel good about them. So Well, we have, we have you know, we have plans whereas exactly. before we were like eh. uh, yeah um so yeah it'll exactly. be good we'll do uh some 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 more more Great. more often hopefully yes. um but thank you for listening yeah thank you for listening bye bye, bye.